So when we get frustrated at our kids, everything feels like we're in an emergency, right? Everything feels like we're automatically in a rush. We start moving with haste and our mind starts spinning and things start happening really, really fast. And it might sound almost too simple to be true, but actually if we can learn to slow ourselves down during these moments, it can have a huge impact on how we feel as well as modeling these skills for our little ones in terms of how do we manage frustration in real time. So in this video, I'm gonna break down exactly what to say to your kids and yourself when you get frustrated in the moment. So let's dive in. Hi, hello, welcome back to my channel. If you are new here, I am Dr. Jasmine. I'm a clinical psychologist and a mom of two. Before we dive into this episode, I wanna just quickly shout out that I will be hosting a live Mindful Mama Challenge uh, on April 18th through the 22nd. Yes, it's five days. It's live um, at 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you are listening, tuning into this episode, around the time that this goes live then please join us it's completely free and it's geared towards moms who want to cultivate more patience more presence in motherhood more joy more fulfillment um, and ultimately they want to stop being so reactive and angry and impatient all the time and they want to foster more calm so if that sounds like you um, go to the mompsychologist.com forward slash challenge for all of the details and how to register. If you can't make it to the live event, no worries, there will be a replay, but you just have to make sure to register so you don't miss the replay videos. Um, if you are watching on YouTube, then all of the links will be in the description and the comment section, and I hope to see you there. It's gonna be a lot of fun, and dare I say, life-changing. So, without further ado, let's dive into the topic of what do we say, how do we best respond, how do we best show up in the moment when we feel very frustrated at maybe our kids, at the situation, um, at what's going on? We sort of feel ourselves getting out of control, like spinning out of control and feeling like things are automatically an emergency. So um, first I want to say, why is it important that we talk about this? Well, we all know that children, <laughs> they are less likely to uh, remember what we say, remember the lessons that we're trying to teach them. They're going to remember how we show up in difficult moments. Now, no pressure, right? <laughs> but if, you know, a lot of the times when we think about how do we teach children emotional regulation skills, well, it's through us, right? It's through how we ourselves handle big, intense emotions, how we show up for the moment. Of course, we're not always gonna get this right, but the more we can model, how do we slow ourselves down when we get frustrated? Because we're all gonna get frustrated. So how do we deal with those emotions? How do we calm ourselves down in those moments? How do we talk to other people? How do we talk to ourselves? These are powerful teaching moments for our kids. And of course, added bonus, and most importantly, it helps us actually calm ourselves down, right? It's really, really, really effective. So here are the things to say when you get frustrated at your kid. First and foremost, 
label your emotion out loud okay a lot of people feel like or there's a common concern that if we share our emotions with our child we are going to create a sense of codependency in the relationship where they automatically will feel responsible for their for our feelings right they'll automatically feel overwhelmed by our feelings now of course this is a dance there's a balance to this we obviously want to use our discretion and be careful not to over overload or overwhelm our child with all of our intense emotions absolutely right we don't want to send the message that I'm spinning out of control and it's your fault and you need to take care of me absolutely right but we also <laughs> because we're afraid of this one extreme we don't want to um, not share our feelings because here's what happens in the moment right our child our children are incredibly intuitive right and they pick up on nonverbal communication nonverbal communication is about 70% of communication it's more about how we show up to these moments and less about what we see say okay so that being said they can already pick up on our anger they can already pick up on our in, impatience our frustration our anxiety okay and in us labeling our emotions it helps them understand other people's emotions and it helps them not internalize those emotions because oftentimes especially with the little ones they are very self-focused what we call in psychology egocentric right which means that they are so focused on themselves that one of the risks um, is that they can attribute bad things that happened in their environment or happened to them as being their fault right mommy's frustrated that means it's my fault I did something wrong I'm a bad kid right um, and so they're more likely to internalize these things and that create can create some shame right now of course there's a lot that we can't control in this process, right? And we can't completely limit our, our child's natural experience of shame. But a powerful thing we can start doing is labeling our emotions so that they can understand the world around them. And most importantly, they can understand you, right? And your relationship together, right? This is a relationship. So in you sharing, oh, I'm feeling frustrated right now. Oh, I'm a little anxious. I'm getting a little tense, right? I can, I'm having these intense feelings in that way. And, and you just honoring and labeling them. It's, it sends a lot of powerful messages. The other thing it helps them do and helps them learn how to do is label their own emotions, right? Is Which is the first step to emotional intelligence, right? We have to first be aware and be able to put a name, put a label on our emotions so that then we can cope with them, so that then we can communicate with others, right? So this flows through us, right? Our children will learn these things through us and our modeling. Okay, so the first thing to do or the first phrase when you're feeling frustrated is just to label it Whew, I'm feeling frustrated okay <laughs> and loosen up a bit as you say it right this is also gonna help you right because so often again our mind is racing our mind is spiraling we're thinking all these thoughts we're feeling all these emotions but we're not really as aware of it as we as we think we are so just simply labeling it can help us regulate ourselves okay so it's a win-win win-win okay number two is to say 
is to notice how these feelings are showing up in your body. This is critical to emotional intelligence, right? It's one thing to label our emotions, but then it's a whole nother level of awareness when we can notice how it's showing up in our body. And this is a skill and it takes a lot of practice. So you can say, you know, I'm feeling, I notice that I'm feeling frustrated because I'm getting really tense. Ooh, and my mind is starting to race. Ooh, my heart is beating fast. Ooh, I'm getting a little sweaty, <laughs> right? Uh, whatever it is, notice what's happening in your body and then label that and, and describe that for your child. That is a, an incredible teaching moment there, okay? Because then they're gonna be able to start noticing this within their body, okay? And this opens up lots of beautiful conversations about how emotions are experienced in our body. Okay, the third thing that you can say is, is normalize what emotions are, specifically anger, okay? Because it's really easy, especially in our society, um, to misunderstand anger and to feel and villainize anger, right? Anger is bad. Anger is something to stuff down. Anger is not to be expressed, right? Um, and so if we can normalize anger and send the message through our own experiences that I'm not afraid of my anger. Anger is a messenger. Anger helps us know what's important to us. It helps us stay safe and it helps us pay attention to the things in our environment or in, inside of our bodies that we need to pay attention to, right? So instead of thinking, oh, I'm angry, I need to run away, right? Or I need to stuff this down or this is not okay. I need to stop feeling angry where we need to send the message or we work towards sending the message anger is important anger is just a messenger right all feelings are messengers and it's particularly anger because we're talking about feeling frustrated so uh, you know that then that brings a, a mindset of curiosity what what is triggering my anger right what is it trying to tell me what might i need in this moment okay it really signals and um sparks problem solving and curiosity which is what you're you want your child to do uh when they feel frustrated and angry themselves okay so Number four thing to say is often we feel sad or disappointed or afraid underneath our anger. So, okay, this is taking it a step a step further, right? That um, a, a lot of the times there's something underneath our anger, right? There's a level of fear or sadness or grief um, that we feel that uh, based on whatever interpretations we're making about the situations around us. Um, and and so just helping take it a step further of basically what we're helping our child understand is that there's some unmet needs that are happening and that there's some other emotions happening beneath the surface that we also need to pay attention to. Now, of course, as I'm talking through this, you might be like, wow, that's a lot to say in one moment. <laughs> I don't know if I can remember to say all of this. And sometimes it might not even feel appropriate. Of course, of course, of course, right? So we're not all just saying this all at once. These are what I'm trying to do, and we're going to continue to do this uh, through the f different phrases that I'm, I'm suggesting to you, are just trying to plant some seeds. Plant some seeds of where we can help educate our child when it comes to emotions and how we can do this through just modeling our own, through our own um, ways of coping through anger uh, and frustration. 
Okay, number five thing to say, okay, and this one is so key and so key to keep saying over and over and over, all feelings are okay. It's okay for mommy to get frustrated right now, right? It's okay, all feelings are okay. No feelings are good versus bad. They just are, right? They just are, and all feelings are okay, even my feelings, right? This is incredibly validating for us as parents, right? Because I feel like it's so easy for us to judge ourselves in the moment, (laughs) right? We're like, oh my God, let's say we get triggered by a mess, and all of a sudden we're getting tense and we're feeling frustrated, and then what happens is we start to blame or judge ourselves for even having those feelings in the first place. Oh, it's just a mess. Why am I getting so worked up? up. I should be better than this, right? I just watched, listened to Dr. Jasmine's episode. I should be better than this, right? I'm not learning. I'm not progressing, right? Then we just start really spiraling. So notice that and gently just say, it's okay for me to feel frustrated. Messes are triggering, right? Um, Now, it's a one-two punch, okay? Because yes, it is okay to feel all feelings and I have the power to choose how I'm gonna show up in this moment, okay? So both, right? It's a both and. Yes, all feelings are important. Yes, all feelings are trying to tell me something, Um, and I'm gonna stay curious, and I'm gonna slow myself down so that I can make as best of a choice as I possibly can in this moment, okay? So you can send the message of what matters most when we get frustrated or angry is the choices that we make, right? The decisions that we make. We have the power to choose. Um, Number six thing that's important to model and say out loud in the moment is feelings come and go, right? Ooh, I'm feeling frustrated right now. I'm feeling it in my chest. I'm feeling tight. I know this feeling is gonna go away eventually, but right now it's coming up for me. Feelings come and go. And another beautiful opportunity um, to point this out is the next moment when you are feeling calm, when you're feeling connected, when you're laughing and you're dancing, you're like, just a second ago, I was all worked up about that mess. Now I'm feeling happy, right? Feelings come and go, right? Nothing ever stays forever because it's easy in the moment to feel like, wow, this feeling is gonna be here forever, right? And then that leads to that doom and gloom. So helping your child see through everyday experience is that feelings are like waves they come and they go another thing you can say is you know I'm gonna take a deep breath so this part this um, is all about modeling which is so important and so important in in helping our child not feel responsible for our feelings right so it's one thing to label our emotions right which we always want to do and then couple it with modeling how we are going to regulate our bodies, right? How we are going to shore up our power to choose and what healthy choice we're gonna make in that moment. And oftentimes the first step is just modeling, taking a deep breath, modeling going to grab a glass of water because you just need a little bit of a pause, you need a little bit of a break, right? You're adding the distance between whatever happened, the stimuli, to your response. So show your child what that (laughs) middle looks like, right? Is it grabbing a glass of water? Is it taking some deep breaths? Is it doing some progressive muscle relaxations where you tense your hands, you tense the muscles in your body, and then you relax? That can be incredibly relaxing in the moment and something that you can always, you know, do as long as you're not driving or something. (laughs) But maybe you can tense up here while you're driving and then let go. But commonly you can do this with your hands, right? Tense them up 
and let them go. You can take a glass of water, you can look at a picture, you can just take a little bit of a mental break in that moment and model that, talk out loud to your child about what's going on so that they can understand so that it's very explicit what you're doing. Because then you do this repeatedly and you're gonna start to notice they do the same thing when they get upset and it's a beautiful thing, right? Um, all right, or you can say things like, you know, I'm gonna go get some fresh air. Do you wanna come? You know, oh, I just read a stressful email. I'm feeling a little stressed. Um, you want to go go out for a walk? That always helps me feel better, helps me clear my mind. Or hey, I'm gonna go get take some space. I just did an episode uh, last week about you know what that looks like step by step, taking a break and getting some space from our children. So definitely check out that episode if you haven't already. But you can say that too. You know, I'm gonna take some space. I'm feeling a little frustrated. Let's talk about this when we come back. And definitely check out that episode for more information on that. And then the tenth thing you want to end with, you want to circle back to again and again it is is that it's always okay to feel what we feel we are all human mommy gets frustrated daddy gets frustrated nana papa gets frustrated you get frustrated sister gets frustrated even our pets get frustrated all right every you know everybody it feels different feelings whether that's frustration sadness fear happiness joy you know all of the feelings right so you just want to normalize that this is a human experience and this is not just you know isolated to us um, and just something that we feel right that the, these are universal um, and that they're okay and that sometimes we just need to take care of ourselves in the moment we need to just listen to our bodies see what's what's coming up for us and try to attend to it as best as we can now again going back to what I said earlier um, is that oftentimes this is hard to do because we get into such a pattern of responding like things are our emergencies we get into a pattern of letting our mind race and spiral out of control and just reacting that when you hear things like okay this is what to say in the moment it could feel like oh that's not really gonna work or oh that's a lot you know try not to get overwhelmed um, and know that this is a skill just like any other skill and it's gonna take a lot of practice to slow our minds down, right? Our, our minds automatically wanna go into problem solving mode and we automatically wanna fall back on things that we've done in the past, right? Because it's familiar, because it's safe, even if it doesn't work. Um, so, you know, offer yourself a lots of compassion even if you forget some of the, because you will, you know, you're gonna forget some of these things to say in the moment and that's okay too. You could, there, It's never too late to bring back these lessons right to talk about it um, and just to use another opportunity even when you're feeling happy label those emotions too or you're just feeling content you're feeling just at peace you're feeling calm label that too and talk about how that shows up in your body too we don't have to just focus on the intense hard feelings we can also pay attention to when our bodies feel calm and peaceful and have conversations about that with our children as well. Um, and again, if you're struggling with this, if you're, you're looking for more resources, more community around being a more calm, mindful, patient, present mom, um, then definitely register for my free five-day Mindful Mama Challenge that is happening in a couple weeks. Um, if you can't make it live, just register so that you get the replays, so that you get access 
access to those if free resources and information. Again, go to themompsychologist.com forward slash challenge for all of the information and, info and details on how to register. And that's all I got for this episode. I really hope that it was helpful. I hope that it gave you some food for thought on how to best show up in these moments that feel overwhelming, right? And they feel daunting and everything feels like it's just spiraling out of control. I hope this gave you some hope and some clarity on some things to say uh, moving forward. All right, that is it for this episode. I will see you in the next one. Bye.